0: Hey I'm Sydney I'm Ashley and you're about to listen to some rough shit some really sad stupid shit but if you love tea
1: we're about to serve you some tea girl
0: Girl, you better pull up a chair you better get cozy because we're serving you the piping hot tea about the end of our very long-term relationship. <laughs> <laughs> And um, how devastated we are. We are so sad. Wow, I've never oh. been sadder in my life. We're
1: all having a great time. It's gonna be fine. We're gonna get through it together. If, well, if you me and Ashley. Like, um, cheers to you, my friend. Um, and if you've ever been broken up with or have had to break up a long-term relationship, get ready to relive that. This, <laughs> Just this, relive
0: it. <laughs> this show is gonna be about us talking to each other about our ill-timed breakups and about how we are working through those issues and growing from them and how and how hopefully and how we've been there for each other and how the women in our lives have been there and how we're just dealing maybe you'll relate
1: about how to deal how to deal i hope that it teaches you how to deal too how to deal <laughs> One more bite of popcorn. I'm so
0: hungry. I'll
1: Mmm. Mmm. Just wine. Thank you. Cheers. Gene chin.
0: And that's how we get coronavirus. <laughs>
1: yeah, I just um <clears throat> I just don't... I would send a lot of nudes. Like, there probably are, like, four nudes of myself out there. And and you just not a nude sender. I just feel uncomfortable. I don't... It's, like, it's not worth it to me. I send it to a guy, and then if nothing comes of that with that dude, which, like, it, that has happened before, then it's like, well, now they have this photo that... They have a prized you know, like, possession. I a prized photo that I've staged with, like... Like I've rented like props Props for this for days. Foot like budgeted shoot, budgeted shoot, and they're getting it for free. When it doesn't go anywhere from there, it's like, what are they gonna do? You know, it just doesn't feel good to me. I oppositely
0: want, you know, I've said before, I'll say it again. I just like want everyone to have access to my nudes. You know, (laughs) Um, they're a blessing, and I want my, I want my like my legacy. You know, to be that, like, I have sent some really quality nudes. And you know what? Some have not been quality, okay? (laughs) But the body, I mean, they're welcome.
1: Well, I think also, we've talked about this before, where, like, with lesbians, Mm. your images are, like, safe.
0: Yeah, I don't, I'm not, like, worried that, like, a girl's gonna, like, do something gross with my fucking nude. I'm not worried that, like, I'm gonna end up on a fucking, like, porn site. Tomorrow. Right.
1: And the guys that I sent this to, like, I wouldn't think that about, but, like, I also thought that my ex wouldn't do mm. what... He did, so... I know. I know.
0: We like, sure didn't think would, he was a cheating
1: motherfucker, but... Who did... Like, we don't know. We I don't, don't know. really know anybody. Like, no, what? No, you don't know anybody. Ugh. I
0: mean, I listen to enough true crime podcasts to know that you don't know any fucking body. mm And you're out here just going on fucking dates with randos. Randos. Playing fast and loose.
1: So many dogs... <laughs> But yeah, randos playing playing fast. I'm not playing fast and loose anymore. We gotta play tight. We gotta play We're right and tight, not fast and loose. Right and tight, and I'm calling it like I see it, instead oh. of feeling obligated like I used to. Oh. oh,
0: well, what's new? What's been the change?
1: The my patience oh <laughs> has been worn has thin. been worn thin. Mm-hmm. But I went on a date with this guy. Um, it was a Tinder match, of course, and. Charlotte actually is the one that, um, sent him to me. Oh. And you know, we just will not be <laughs> a lot. I asked a lot of people whether or not I should go on a date with this guy. And they were like, yeah. And were I was they like, all straight ladies? They were all straight women. Mm-hmm. I won't say his name and I won't say which brand that he works for that I know of. Like I know the founders of the brand. So I felt like that was a quality reference. We felt like we knew him. We felt We felt like he was vouched for. He was vouched for Mm. This is the profile.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's just honestly a
0: sexy hand, yeah, and like
1: a bit of a like broad, a bit of a pectoral muscle, broad shoulder, longer like a, a little beard. longer hair dusting a short like dusting the shoulder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then you get to the dre- like cut on cutting off the dreads was concerning to me. Yeah, he does. He did have white boy dreads. White it, boy they're dreads.
0: No, they're no longer right.
1: But. He had like a four point like one two three four bulleted list of like things reasons as to why. You should date him? You should date him, I guess. Oh, gross. Number three was I'm a whole vibe. And the whole thing really, like, I was not interested... I was like, I don't know. And everyone was like, oh, but you're a whole vibe. And I'm like, I... But I don't say that I'm... I don't use the quote-unquote term I'm a whole vibe. (laughs) Period. (laughs)
0: Like Period. I don't need to Uh, say it. No, no. And the thing is, is like, it's not that you don't need to say it, but your vibe is not... Such that you would describe it as a vibe. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> so like, yeah. So we yeah, had some okay. inklings about his character. We were concerned. We were concerned. But the conversation was fine. And he sent me a terrible image of himself at the w- welding. Um, like, ter- like Maui Gem sunglass protection. Vi- like that. It's like he slid <laughs> and into like the rag
0: with an additional photo. Yeah. What's the astrology sign? Did we get a... He's a fucking...
1: I'm Scorpio
0: like, um, Could have been bomb could have, The dick could have been bomb the, uh,
1: no, Was but it you worth did, it? You did
0: not stick around and find out Oh I did not want to stick around and Where find out Where did
1: y'all go? He suggested Wrong Iron mm. First mistake For all that don't know Wrong Iron is a Fratty ass Bar Frat daddy Central Oh Lord The Republicans the Re- Gather white, there The white
0: men Republicans of this town Of which there are few To be fair Love To congregate at Wrong Iron Yeah a lot of outdoor smoking at Wrong Iron just of just cigarettes. Just like a, a lot of outdoors. A lot of being outside. Not a great time Not to be outside. Not a great time. No.
1: So I pivoted, thank God, and mm-hmm. got him to this other location. And he goes, the second mistake was, he texted me saying, I'm dressing casual. I love a comfy first date. Smiley face.
0: Well, you know what I like? I like a good first impression. So I will not be coming cash. I will. I said I'll be
1: coming as myself,
0: <gasps> which is eccentric New Orleans grandmother.
1: <laughs> so, so take it or leave it, boo. Well,
0: that's the whole ass vibe. And that's
1: a whole ass vibe. And he's a whole ass vibe. So showing how did those a, vibes clash? Showing up in a backwards cap with mm. a Henley tee mm. and a khaki jogger is not a whole ass vibe. But that makes me horny. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if
0: I feel like a lesbian in, ha- like, a backwards hat, and I'm hem- like... Wait, did I tell you... It hits different. Okay, it does hit different. But did I ever tell you about my, like, gross... My, like, Pavlovian response... What? To a backwards cap? Okay. What? I'm, like, not even joking. This is, like, an aside. I, like, the other day, I... On a lesbian. On a lesbian. Okay. I watched a lesbian take her hat off and put it on backwards. And my actual pussy got wet and it's because it's because i realized i was like why am i so into the baseball cap like what is the baseball cap doing to me do you know what it is when they put it on backwards that transformation well no no it usually means that we're about to make out because (sighs) the brim of the hat is going to hit me in the face or that they're about to go down on me Mm. so with when the when the hat goes backwards like my natural body response is to lube up Okay? Cuz she's about to get weird.
1: Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. How many, I'm like a dog. How How <laughs> outside? Ah, oh, you know, outside? Okay, but how many women have gone down on you with a backwards cap on? Well, A number, cuz I've like Shut it. the fuck I'm up. I'm into no, it. Make someone put on a backwards cap. I mean, they're cap. already wearing it. And I'm like, keep In that. a car? I don't understand. Who's oh, playing no. down <laughs> on me in a car? Like, what the fuck? I forget that you can, like, come home and still wear a backwards cap. Like, this is, like, a no hat. Like, you enter, like, a restaurant. You, hats like, put off. The hats off. Like, you can't wear a hat in here. No hats in here. Like, coats to the side.
0: Their hats the, the are welcome. Closet. Hats are absolutely welcome in my bedroom. Wow. No, like, I'm serious. Like, and, and the other day I was at the gym. And one of the trainers was wearing a, a baseball cap. And she put it on backwards because we were doing a movement such that like it was a bar was going over her head and like it would have like the brim would have like been knocked off so she flipped it backwards. When I literally was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like I, shu- I was like, oh, oh, I shuddered whoa. in ecstasy at, the, at just the mere sight of a lesbian turning a baseball cap around backwards. Oh my God. It It, it is highly erotic. <laughs> And like I said, my body... Like, I have been trained now. Like, I'm like a dog with a clicker. Like, I just sit, you know? Like, the minute the hat goes backwards, I'm juicy. So, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, I'm not... You know what? I'm not embarrassed about it. Fuck it. Well, and I
1: don't want to be too hateful. Like, I... A backwards cap, cool. Like a jog like khaki jogger My actually used to wear khaki joggers, but not until like year three of our relationship where we both gained like twenty pounds. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. not the most crisp look. It's a different game that we're playing now. Mm. We're at war. We're in our late
0: twenties now, you know. You
1: know? Like well, yeah. we don't have time to play games. So
0: <sighs> okay, so he's not dressed to your liking. No,
1: but the conversation was and the conversation was okay, and, like, he apparently is just out of an engagement in which he did not want to be out of. Oh. So, like, there's a lot of that oh. there. And I was like, <laughs> we got a podcast that you should listen to. Boy, have we got a pod for you. Yeah. And he, he was like, I'm fine. And I was like, you're not probably that's totally okay that you're not fine but like you're not like don't try to come at me and tell me that you're okay Mm -mm. seven years mine was five am i okay barely so probably most likely most likely not so you are obviously not fine and then at one point to prove that this was the final thing to prove that he did not give a fuck about what people thought of him he turned around to the tables near us and lightly yelled y'all like the saints fuck the saints and then turned to a different section and said the same thing, and then looked at me and said, "Are you embarrassed?" Like he was trying to prove to me that he didn't give a fuck, and I was like, "This—that's disgusting. Is <laughs> also so right? awful. Also, like, who dat, baby? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? I mean, so they was they ready for insane. someone to just like slit his throat, like. I mean in this- And I would have been happy about it. You would have let it happen. I would have let it happen. We would have gladly welcomed
0: that outcome person. We hugged goodbye and I left. (laughs) So have you heard
1: back from them? No, I like to I was like, oh, that was was fun. And he was like, we had a great time. And we like haven't responded to each other. Great. Yeah, thank God. I mean it was just, it was. Ugh. And this is why, and I've said it again. We don't trust your
0: straight ladies. We don't know. think they've got the greatest romantic opinion. Well, I think
1: everyone's just like so open, like oh you can never know, and it's like no, like we know, and we have to know that we know. And I'm trying, like I'm still. You on were the trying. Apps. You were trying. I was trying to be open, but I'm no longer really pursuing the apps. I think my new thing. I have a new challenge for myself. Oh, do you tell? I was talking to my friend anthony about this date and i asked what he's been up to and a girl went up to him at a bar and they'd been making eyes a little earlier at each other and she ordered two tequila shots one for him asked if he wanted to take it he was like yeah they took it and they had a conversation after that was done she took his phone and was like here's my number ask me out on a date talk to you soon left i really thought you're gonna be like she took his phone took his wallet,
0: <laughs> <laughs> ran out,
1: I, I was like, yeah, and I was like this is the type of challenge that I'm interested yes! in doing. I would love to rob a man. Robbing men, 2020. Uh, love it. Um, that's not what happened. <laughs> he went on a date with her is what oh, happened. And yeah. I was like, wow, maybe I should try that. But like approaching men in public is so scary to me. Cause I'm like rejection, rejection. They could have a girlfriend, like what line am I crossing, what if I'm not their type? Like they could be like, you're a fugly slut. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for confirming all my fears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it freaks me out. And then when you go on a date with someone on an app, you have all the confidence of knowing that they're already interested in you so you yeah. can, like, you know, like, hit and run. Like, yeah. I'm, like, fucking sinking this basket. I don't know, sports. Wow, that was a
0: very convoluted, bad sports <laughs> I'm trying bad so hard. It's to, fine.
1: To, again, this is me talking to men. Like, what am I supposed to fucking sports? say? I don't know. I don't know. All I know how to talk about is Architectural
0: Digest. That's shameful. And also, I love you. Um... These men don't deserve you is the real problem. We know this. Ugh. But I love this. I love this challenge for you. I love this journey of you like putting yourself out there in that way. And like, also, you're an extrovert. Like, I think you'll have no problem with that. And I like this form of aggression for you <laughs> rather than your normal form of like trying to be aggressive with men, which is like you're actually just being mean to them. And they're like, why are you being mean to me? Like, they don't yeah. understand. And you're like, give me that dick. And they're like, what? <laughs> and you're like, fuck off and give me that dick. And okay. they're like, scared. You know,
1: <laughs> like you're terrifying. Let like, us sure. be clear that I've never quote said like give me that, said that quote to a man well or even about a man well okay
0: I but swear I, well, but I okay I also like this because it's a good exercise in rejection and yeah. I think that we like don't often appreciate what men historically like have had to do like I mean okay I don't care about men like, I know I hear myself <laughs> <We know that.
1: laughs> I hear myself and I'm like but you're right like you're right that's difficult. it takes a lot Like when 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 it can be gross though. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, you're not gonna be that. But
0: like when I was coming out, like I had to learn how to hit on women because like my first girlfriend was like, "Hey, you look super straight, and also women are never gonna hit on you, so you're gonna have to learn that if you want to fuck girls, you're gonna have to learn how to hit on girls because they're not gonna approach you, right? And I was like, "Oh fuck, how do you hit on someone? <gasps> uh we're learning new things. God, I feel like I hit on everybody constantly and that's the you problem. You do, but is
1: it just complimenting because I compliment people all the time? Yes,
0: absolutely. That's a great way to put it. It's absolutely a compliment, but like a very specific compliment. Do you know what I mean? Like I like to gently like razz someone but like also compliment them, which is also my MO. Like I do that no, too all the time. Really I'm like I'm like you look amazing. You look like a French pauper in the 18th century and you're like <laughs> Is, Is that a compliment? compliment?
1: <laughs> and, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, like you look amazing. No, like like my really grandma in- had that dress, oh. you know, <laughs> <laughs> with someone that, when it's someone that you like, you're like, I'm really into that very specific type of French popper. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Or, or you like, I don't know. Like I, I'm gross though. Like I'm, I just realized it. Cause I think I would try to find a way to touch the other person as quickly as possible. Again, women, not a man, mm-hmm, but like, I love, I would probably be like, Oh my God. Like I love your haircut. Like, Okay, let me. See. <laughs> you're like, like touching... I would touch their head, uh-huh. you know, and like get in there a little bit, um, or like find an excuse to close talk.
1: What can like, you like explain if what close talk is to the audience? Close talk is like. When you get up in
0: someone's shit to talk to them like really close like two to four inches from their face no no because like i wouldn't be like nose to nose but i would go for the ear so what i would do <gasps> is like oh yeah no this is what you do oh you're my like, god you're like in a loud bar and like you're like oh my god like blah blah blah. and then you're realizing that you're kind of like having to talk loud to get each other, like to hear each other you gotta like give them a look like oh gosh isn't this so embarrassing that like i'm trying to talk and like i can't hear you and like you can't hear me and then you just like you do a little like hand signal like come here like come see Then you get in the ear and you say something in the ear like, oh my God, like blah, blah, blah. And that, then you're like super close Mm -hmm. and then they are going to say something back in your ear and then then you're going to grab them on the shoulder and you're going to be like, ha, ha, ha. Like touch, get in there with the touch. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing.
1: I feel like it's worked. Oh, it's worked. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 It works is the thing. What's crazy about hitting on someone is that it usually works. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? You don't pick up a vibe for no reason. And guess what? If someone's like... Like awkward, or like you can get. And you are a person who can read people. Like, yeah. If they're not picking up what you're putting down, you can just like back on out. A so, Yeah, you're right.
1: You're right. Just
0: electric slide backwards into rejection.
1: It's <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> what you take me to?
0: Town. Like pick whichever seventies <laughs> disco song you want to backslide out of that situation into, and you just go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So no apps. This is gonna be a really real, real, real challenge for me. No apps no apps done for a while yeah i think this is gonna be the new thing well, that i have to learn how to do whatever happened to that other dude the tallman oh the tallman the tallman you were casual uh, casually casually seeing. um you know how i'm like really into a broke dick uh-huh.
0: yeah you are you're like, a stupid
1: bitch yeah this was like an actual broke dick <laughs> Like, broken. Ah. 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 And, like, I hate to use that term because I think that's really real and performance anxiety is really real. Again, look at us sympathizing with men. Ew, in this entire episode. I don't care. I know. Ugh. But it's okay. true yeah, like yeah, 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 And it's yeah, like, every movie. It's, like, the society and, like, oh, like, whatever everyone says. So, that's real. But he was a tall man. He was an engineer. It's, like, he's dead. He, he's still alive. He is an engineer. Um... Charming, funny, loves to cook. We got along great. Mm-hmm. First night together, can't do it. I got off. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. But he was very much like, "Oh, this happens on the first date sometimes. Like you know, I just get really inside my head." Blah blah blah. Understandable. And been drinking. yes understandable. Like okay, that's fine. Sure, sure. Second time again. Oh, same problem. Less mm. drinking. Mm.
0: Trying to hit you with the softy,
1: huh? Trying to yeah, trying mm. and failing mm. to it's like shoving a
0: marshmallow in there.
1: There was really no shoving because <laughs> it could not even get to that point. Cool. cool and I cool, was cool, like cool. I could get in there, but then he like couldn't keep it there, and then I was like, mm. Mm. So I was like, okay. <sighs> Again, I, but you can like tell that he's getting really in his head. Like he's like touching his head like he's he you can like see in his forehead, body and, language. Like, body language. So I was like Damn, like, I feel really bad for this dude. Like, it must suck to, like, feel like you're in this position or whatever. So, we left, fi- like, on a fine note. And then, third time, third time's a charm. I was like, here we go. Going in for go. the kill. Um, again, problems. And so, this, at this point in my life, I have no filter anymore with guys. And so, we're, like, literally naked in bed. And I'm like, so are you, like, hung up on your ex? It's <laughs> <Just>, like casual <laughs> Just, like, pillow, casual talk. pillow talk. like casual pillow dog. Like, Did you watch a lot of porn? Like, do you watch a lot of porn? Is that why? Like, I've read an article that, that like, is a thing. I've done some, like, research. I've done some research. I've done some Googling. I um, posted in this Reddit account to, like, <laughs> ask some people's opinion.
0: No. I wanted to ask r slash sex if they had any similar experiences. I got um, a lot
1: of great response. I feel like you should read this article. Yeah. No. Yeah. And he was like, no, 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 no. Um, Did it the just, dick it's ever get, get in it, you. it? Did the dick At ever one point. get you? Okay. Gr- no, okay. I mean, the dick was a good dick. Like it was a he good a, dick, and that was that's the most disappointing part. Oh, what a shame! What a shame! What a shame! A waste! A utter shame! Useless. Useless.
0: You know, what problem I never have. Getting wet. Well, yeah, I know I have that problem sometimes, but like, no, but the, we can di- solve that.
1: No, but like, oh, you don't ever have a limp dick. I never have a limp dick. Yeah, you're right. The dick's always hard that I use.
0: You know what I mean? I'm never like, oh no, I had too much whiskey. I'm like, no, I had a lot of whiskey. Everybody just go to pound down.
1: <laughs> Buckle up, baby. Buckle up, baby. <laughs> yeah! Oh, oh my God. This
0: is why we buy dicks. And this is why would straight girls go, I like, would like, drunk straight girls love to say things to me like. I mean, I, like, hate men. And, like, I would, like, love to be a lesbian. I just, like, love dick. You know, I just, like love dick so much. Like, I can possibly be a okay. And I'm like, no, 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 Like, I like dick, too. I just like it when it's not attached to a man. Have you ever tried that? And then they're like, what? what? And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Being a lesbian does not mean that you don't like to get dicked down. It just means that the person that's doing the dicking down is, is a woman. Is a woman. Mm. With a man. with a dick of any size that I can choose, I'm like, do we want the normal size
1: one for tonight? We have so many do different want kinds the it's a whole extra menu large, whatever's on the menu. Whatever's on the menu. Whatever you want, girl, Three course meal. Girl, what you want? If you don't want like the dick at all, that's that's fine.
0: fine. You understand now. I know my point. Be gay, do crime.
1: Yes, K. Yes, DJ. Yes, K. Yes. Yeah. Literally commented because I posted the whole jogger fiasco um, to my Instagram stories, and she was like, "If you want a straight, skinny leg like, pant, mm-hmm. you should just be a lesbian." Yeah. And yeah. I was like, "Dude, I fucking know." But we've talked about this before. Uh, you know. I'm, I know. Everybody just. I think that
0: like, I feel bad for you in a way because surely you hanging out with me so much, people have to assume you like are I'm a little gay? queer.
1: Oh, I wonder. No one's ever told me that before. Oh, good. Okay. Well,
0: because you're also, like... I think I'm, like, so femme. You're also, like, part... You're also partnered with a man for five whole years. So, I feel like probably a lot of people are not going to assume that. But I wonder... I mean, you're just so not gay. This is not... I I have... I know that about myself. Yeah, yeah. We all know this. Like, to be fair, like... i'm not trying to recruit the straight men are doing a great job already of getting you guys away from dick that like I, we don't even have to recruit anymore yeah
1: but also you're just not gay and it's fine yeah the men that i'm attracted to are very gay. much could be gay are gay <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this yeah, yeah, guy, yeah yeah for instance yeah went to dinner with me and my friends and he got went to the bathroom and charlotte was like is he gay and i was like oh my god he, he very well could be. The dick was not hard. The dick was not hard. And then he's sitting next to me with his like, legs crossed and everyone compared it to that Sex and the City episode where uh-huh. Charlotte It's that guy and then he's really Different not good. Not your friend, not Charlotte. friend Charlotte. Not my friend Charlotte. The Sex and the City Charlotte and like The rat's in the apartment. He, like, jumps on the chair and is, like, scared. I asked this dude what he would do if someone was in his apartment because he thought someone was, like, upstairs Mm -hmm. because something made a noise. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, waiting for him to be, like, oh, like, I'd run out or, like, say something. I don't know what I was expecting. I was, like, trying to test if he was gay with this question. And he was, like, well, I would just go to the knife wall. Because he has a knife wall because he's a fucking cook. And he, like, made me a fucking, like, souffle and, like, a... A short rib. A short rib. I remember the short rib. Yeah. And, like... And I was like, okay, that's pretty masculine. So now I'm like literally like taking any strand of like masculinity. So yeah, that's not happening anymore. You're like attracted to men, but not masculinity. And I'm the opposite. I'm attracted
0: to masculinity, but not men. Weird.
1: Mmm. Mmm. Mm.
0: Deep shit. Deep shit. Speaking of masculinity oh that God. I'm attracted to. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my god, do we have an update for you? Do we have an update for you? Uh, So uh, I got back together with Leg Tats. <clears throat> Did we have any doubt in the world that that would happen? <laughs> we might have had some doubt. We might have had some doubt.
0: I, I want to tell y'all both. I want to tell you both versions of the story. Mm hmm.
1: Which? What are the vert? What are you talking about?
0: Well, there's two. There's two reasons that we got back together, and there's one that is a shallow reason, and sex. there is one that is a an actual reason. Okay. The first one's sex. We already know. Well, yes, but 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 but. but what? Here's what had happened. We were broken up for one week. <laughs> <laughs> It's so dumb, it is so stupid, and um <clears throat> if you listened to the last episode, you heard me rationalize all of that out all and of like it. every single angle every that it angle. could be taken from the picture was taken, picture was taken, so we Printed, were like done, hung on the wall, like matted, you know what I mean mm-hmm. on the wall, custom framing, custom framing. So we were fine. We were chill. Um, <laughs> leg tats went, you know, kind of facilitated between, like, hating my guts, trying to get back with me, being like, give me another chance, being like, fuck you, go fuck yourself, like, etc.
1: So and you were in Switzerland during that time period.
0: Right. I was trying to be very, like, you know, obviously I was upset that we broke up because breakups are hard. And just because you do the breaking up does not mean that, like it is not hard. Mm-hmm. In a weird way, I got a lot of empathy for my ex in that situation because I was like, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't showing a whole lot of emotion to leg tats because I was like, well, she's not going to give a fuck about like how sad I am over this. Like she's sad. And like, I wanted to be respectful of that. And so I blocked her on Instagram and then she was pissed that I blocked her on Instagram. So then I unblocked her on Instagram and then she was pissed about what I was posting on Instagram. And like, it was very much like up and down roller coaster for that week that we were broken up. So eventually, I had still been following her f- like bestie slash roommate uh-huh. on the gram. And the bestie and roommate posted a photo of Leg Tats' hands, um, which we know I have a particular fondness for. And um, on those hands were finger tattoos on the insides of them that were new to both Leg Tats and to me. And I saw that, and I said... I saw it like at gym dinner. Like I had gone to the gym, I'd gone to dinner with my gym friends. We're all sitting at Chipotle. I fucking see this picture. I throw my phone down on the table. I look up at all of them and I go, "I'm going to fuck around and text my ex." And they said, "Which one?" And I said, "Fair question." The most recent one. And they said, "No." And I said, "I'm going to do it." I'm do it. So I did it. Slid into those texts and I was like, you know, trying to holler a little bit. Like No, wait. I didn't. Wait. I forgot. No, 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 no. I did not actually text her. She texted me the next day some other shit, unrelated, trying to be nice and friendly, and then brought up the fact that she had gotten some new hand tattoos. And And you were like, I definitely fucking
1: saw those hand tattoos. I was like,
0: saw the hand tats, liked the hand tats, and she was like, well, I got them because I wanted to, like, ruin my hands for you, because I know how much you like my hands and, like... It was some kind of spiteful act that had the exact opposite of the intended effect in which I was like, actually, I'm really into it. I'm really horny for it, so what are we going to do? And she was like, you'll be here at 7? And I'm like, I'll be there at 7. Then I get there at at 7, and she and I proceed to have the most disgusting, (laughs) (laughs) filthy, nasty sex of our entire relationship. At one point, I thought I would actually lose hair from my scalp, um, brush burn on the knees and on the arms, just like disgusting. And I've never felt that much hate um, from somebody during sex, and it did it for me. Like it, <laughs> Ashley, your face. <laughs> I'm trying to hold in my cackling. I know hmm mm-hmm. so um we have like hateful breakup sex it which- was like
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was like you're retelling me of this yeah. immediately after this happened yeah I've never you were so elated I'm- I was so happy and you were like you hate me yeah but in like a yeah. I love that you hate me yeah
0: yeah I told her, I was like, can we break up every like three to four months just so that you can hate fuck me like that again? Because that was beautiful. It was incredible. (laughs) It was, it was like seriously like in the, in the spank bank, it might be like the top spank bank memory Mm -hmm. now for me, like of my whole life. Wow. And like it has, that has supplanted some like high school boyfriend spank bank memories. Those are deep. Those are 10 year old deeply entrenched spank bank memes. That have been downgraded and moved to the side for this particular spank bank meme. Oh mem. my
1: god.
0: So that's the like, I'm shysty version of the story. The like, kind of real version that I've had with my therapist is like, I fucking missed her. And I think that I self-sabotage that relationship because... I have a hard time accepting uh, love, and um, I have a fucked up attachment style because Mm -hmm. of my childhood. So definitely reading some books on the subject. Attached. Attached is what it's called if Mm -hmm. you'd like to read it. And um, she took me back. I came crawling back. She took me back. She forgave me. Things have been great ever since. I had to do the apology tour with all her friends, Mm -hmm. some of whom are probably listening to this very podcast right now. Um... Hey guys, I'm really sorry about that. And she's a piece of shit sometimes. I'm a fucking piece of shit. And like, I, I just don't... can't
1: not follow her gut in that very moment I... ever in her whole life. I really can't just did. sit on it for one second oh you're right yeah dude I really can't sit on things you can't ever sit on things you're uh-uh. like oh, it's like every feeling a, actual demands actual action seizure. it's like a, yeah. you have a seizure and you're like I have to act now no! and I'm I like do. can you just like wait to like see how you feel no and you always are like I'm gonna sit on it and then you're like 24 hours yeah it's and like then it I'm like not even a, a time frame at all it's like not even enough time for your food to digest I literally
0: like The shit that I need to take is still in my body as I'm Still in your body as you're shitting on someone else. As I'm shitting on someone else. Oh, God. It's not, you know, it's not great.
1: Um, It's so important to, like, sit for a second and, like, feel... We have such a range of emotions all the time. Instead of reacting immediately, it's so important to, like, take two days or, like, a weekend. When it's something as intense as that. It's a response, not a
0: reaction. And I am learning in therapy that I react. And I don't respond. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I'll i just say she knew what she signed up for from the beginning. And <laughs> when we got back together, she said, I knew what I signed up for from the beginning. Mm. And let me tell you, like, when we got back together, like, you know, of course, like, we talked a lot, a lot, a lot and still do about that. And one of the things that she said to me, she was like, oh, yeah, like, this is actually like, I need to talk to you guys, my very listeners, because I need y'all to back up off me. Uh-huh. I mean that because the three days that leg tats and I were not together, she got on fucking Tinder and was swiping away and matched with one of you fucking bitches who said, oh my God, you're leg tats from the pod. And she like panicked. the
1: fuck out. So like,
0: you know. She was fair game. She was single. But that, when she told me that, I got like very pissed and jealous. <laughs> like, so we're coming for one of you she out there. Didn't, she didn't name names because she's a gentlewoman. But let me find out. Let me find out who it was. This is me unscrewing the one. I'd, like, <laughs> I'd like another. A glug. Let me find out. Let me fucking find out
1: which who, of you little bitches it if was. If any of y'all date my ex, I will literally come for your ass. <laughs> I will. I will literally. I will track your, I, drop a pin, bitch. I'm don't really, showing don't even, up. Literally, you don't even have to drop a pin. You don't even have to drop a pin. Darling, I will find you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need a name. I don't even need a name. Nope. I don't.
0: Nope. I don't. No, nope.
1: You're right. I don't need a name. I need a letter. I need. Letter. <laughs> a letter. <laughs>
0: and I will be there. And I'll be there. What time there? do we write out? What time do we ride? Let me know because I'm strapped and ready. I'm <laughs> also, ready to go. I'm gonna rent a horse for this activity. I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road and I'm gonna ride until I can't no mo. That so okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you everyone. We got back together. It's fine. I'm still getting. I'm a bottom You're still again. I'm up. a bottom <laughs> again. Remember when I said I was a top last time? I'm you a bottom lie. again. It was you a lied. lie. I mean, it was not a lie. It was just like at the time it was true, but like now it's not true. So, can I tell you about the other shit that I did? What other shit did you do? I I also fucked around and texted my other ex. Mm. Mhm. The main one. The main one. The the one that you could arguably say we've discussed more than anyone else in this podcast. Um, and I What did you say? Why? Okay, also. Why? So, let's start with the why. I for several weeks maybe even months had just been like you know all of our interactions are about the dog yeah and that's fine but i had just been feeling like i wanted to let her know like not because i needed anything or like wanted anything like from her but i felt this like absolute like compulsion to tell her how i felt about her still Mm -hmm. and like you know, I battled with myself, and I told myself I never would say anything about it. And then we talked to Charlotte, your friend, mm-hmm. who comes up a lot in this podcast, yeah. actually. She's Charlotte, be we love honest. you. <laughs> Charlotte, please come through. But I told Charlotte that, and Charlotte was like, you've got to tell her. Like, it doesn't matter if she responds or she does. not It doesn't matter what her answer is. Like, you know, life's too short. It's a Pisces like, for you. Classic fucking Pisces. Mm-hmm. So that kind of she kind of got in my head about that a little bit, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to fuck around, and I'm a to text her. So I composed a text before I sent the text, in my heart, I was like, it does not matter what she says. And and I have no expectation of what her response will be. Yeah. I texted her and I was like, hey, I just want you to know. This is, this is me paraphrasing, but it was very quick and similar to this. Like, just want to let you know. There's not a day that goes by that I don't think about you. I probably will always be in love with you. I don't need anything from you. I just needed to tell you that Mm -hmm. and then i went to bed (laughs) which i don't know how i just like fell asleep
1: that's so incredible but
0: i feel like maybe it like unburdened me in a way mind you like at this point me and leg tats are like fully together so like i'll talk about that in a minute and she responds the next morning and is like sid i hear you and i'll always like look back very fondly on our time together and like you know you were such a huge part of my life for a really long time and like I can't say that it's been easy like living in this space like filled with like reminders of like our relationship um but like all I ask of you now is that like you're a good mom to Frankie and like that's it and you know it didn't hurt at all it actually didn't hurt at all to hear that because I didn't have an expectation. I didn't think that she, I didn't care what she mm-hmm. said because I just it needed to it. it was for me. And on this very podcast, I have said, I don't believe in closure. I don't think it exists. I don't think that you can seek it out. It, you know, closure is within you. And maybe if I had written that and I had like put it on a piece of paper and then burned it, like it would have done the same thing. But I will say that like, Putting that out there. you have to tell it to the person. It, it, like, released me. Absolutely. And I have never felt, like, better about the whole thing. And so, like, I guess the question is obviously, like, okay, well, like, so you're texting that you're, like, hung up on somebody, like, while you're dating someone else? Like, that's shitty. And, like, it is shitty. But I weirdly feel like, it's almost like I was describing... It to my therapist who had never seen Stranger Things, um, so it was a terrible analogy. But if you've seen Stranger Things, there's like the upside down,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is like this mirror universe that's like dark and like you know scary. And I kind of feel like me and my ex's trajectory is like on, is like in the upside down, where like I'm there's like this part of me that's like living my life and like coping with this breakup, and I'm like on that breakup path with my ex. And then there's like the real version of me, like the reality version of me in which I'm like moving on and like I'm seeing someone else and like I'm totally fine. Mm -hmm. But these are coexisting like simultaneously and they're not, they're both true and they're neither
1: like neither cancels the other one out. Neither
0: cancels the other one out. Like my feelings about my ex like don't in any way have anything to even do with my feelings about my girlfriend. So I know that's some lesbian shit and like...
1: No, I don't think that it is. I completely agree with you. I don't... Did I talk about texting my ex on the last episode? I don't know. I don't think so. Because I did the same thing. You have. Yeah.
0: In the past. Also. I,
1: well, I didn't text him for a very long time. Like We were texting and then like spent a very long time not speaking to one another. And then I saw him... At Chewbacca's oh yeah you did I talked about that I think you did Um, and texted him because Charlotte encouraged me to text him yay do we trust Charlotte yeah no. uh, it was a good it was a good like cordial exchange and I felt very similar where I was like I just have to acknowledge the fact that we saw each other and it was weird we had this convo and then but later on it was like two weeks later and I was like listening this Chet Baker song I've listened to a lot lately, mm-hmm. and it's been on my mind for a long time, and it's called I Get Along Without You Very Well, and the lyrics are like so fucking heartbreaking. It's like, I get along without you very well, except when soft rains fall and drip from leaves Then I recall, the thrill of being sheltered in your arms. So like the whole song is like, I get along without you very well, LLJK, except, except I don't. So um, it's very melancholy, and I, and I really wanted to share it with him. Because, again, it's like this whole thing of you grieving this thing that you can only connect with with this one person who yeah. knew it. Yeah. You can talk about it with other people, but it's not as relevant. So I sent it to him. Finally, I sent it to him, and he responded, and he was at a conference, and we had a fine convo, and then he didn't listen to it until, like, a week and a half later, mm-hmm. I guess. And then texted me he listened to it, and... I was, like, for that, for me, it was closure. Because it was, like, of course he didn't. It took him so, like, it was just really validating. Yeah. And then I had my friend Anthony. Like, validating in that he was shitty. Yeah, like, it was. And always was shitty. And always, like, it's just, that's, like, who he is as a person. Like, I did my thing. Like, I did this thing for me, whereas, like, I just felt like I needed to share this. Yeah. And you didn't even need to listen to it. I just, like, needed to get it off of my body. Yeah. Again, could I write it down and burn it? Like, probably. But it was so much more important for me to, like, get that out there. Yeah. And he didn't even need to listen to it, but it was still validating to me to do that. And that's really weird, but I think I encourage everyone that, like, has something to say to say it. I don't – I have no regrets about it. No. And,
0: you know, like, when we were talking about it with Charlotte and I told y'all both that, like, I was thinking about that, Charlotte – I was like telling Charlotte fuck no I will never do that like I will never tell her because I didn't want to burden her like
1: you know what I mean like to me it
0: felt like it was like doing that and like bringing up those emotions and stirring like old shit up like for her like you know despite the fact that um I was hurt and I'm the one that was mainly hurt you know not her it I still didn't want to like cause her any pain you know
1: I get that, but I also think that we can't, like, move through our lives not saying stuff or, like, not taking action or, like, maneuvering our feelings and selves around people because we're afraid of burdening or hurting them. (sighs) I know that's, like, a fine line, but... But that's also, like, how I show my love, you know? Like... Me
0: suffering, like, suffering, suffering. silently, is me being like, I love you. I hate that, though. I know. It's just, I'm a sad boy, but a woman. It's awful. Yeah.
1: Because we have, like, you need to speak those things into existence, and you need to be honest, and, like, I, the way that he responds, like, Anthony has told me that recently he has apparently, like, broken down, like, and has been like, I can't believe I don't have someone amazing in my life anymore, and, like, I blew it, and, like, is admitting all these things that you know finally i guess he's admitting them or he's coming to the realization that all of this has happened and it's his fault um and really it's both of our faults like let's be honest but it's like that's validating but he the like he could talk to him i don't know i guess like him talk, he doesn't feel like he can talk to me because he would be burdening me and i'm over here like oh my god like just because we talk about it doesn't mean that we're going to get back together and it honestly like would it burden me I don't know like it might be more helpful to talk through these things
0: it's definitely like for you to make that boundary and not him but also like I don't know sometimes I think that like all the conversation about like the past and like I don't know it's not helpful it's not helpful I mean it doesn't yeah
1: I mean and in a way it doesn't like aid anything no it doesn't I mean but
0: the thing is is like he could you know, like, and it's probably not gonna happen for years, but like, you would, I think, be totally receptive to an email or a text that's like, "I fucked up really bad, and I know that this is never gonna be a thing again, but like, just wanted to tell you I'm actually sorry." Like, yeah, like I would be, completely, or I see wh- in retrospect, or I see in hindsight. Yeah, I think anyone would be receptive to that. Oh, even duh. if
1: like they were like "fuck you," like they would still that would still do something mm-hmm. for someone's spirit. Yeah, you know, and like. Yeah, I don't know. I think we should all just start saying the shit that we feel.
0: Because we're all going
1: to die of the coronavirus.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, coronavirus is coming for us. And you're right. I honestly don't want to live a life where when I'm dead, like, no one knows exactly how I felt about this. Right? And that's how I felt. That's why. That's what motivated me to say that to her. Because I could not live with myself knowing, like, if something ever happened to, like, me, that she would maybe think that i don't know i don't it's it's very complicated I, I i'm sure that like a lot of people will be listening to this and will be like have strong
1: feelings have or strong probably feelings. relate because i think that this is a very universal feeling that a lot yeah. of people have it's embarrassing for me to admit it shouldn't be embarrassing it's it a very normal thing to feel i i told him i was like i don't want you to feel like you speaking to me is a burden to me And that's where we left the last time that we had a conversation. And Mm -hmm. I don't want that to be our relationship. And I said that point blank because I don't. Yeah. I don't want him to think that like, again, putting me on this pedestal and like, I'm this thing that can't be touched or I'm this thing that like, can't like, we were in a relationship for five years. Like you can't think about me like that. Yeah. I think ultimately that,
0: um, it will result in. Us being good friends one day. I really hope that and believe that. And, um, you know, I still have really strong feelings. And I haven't seen her since June of last year. And I don't plan to. I think it would still be too difficult. But we will always, always be Frankie's moms. And we made that commitment to take care of her. And, like, that means that we're going to be connected until she dies. And she is a healthy three-year-old baby girl. So, Mm I, you know, sometimes I get, like, filled with a little bit of dread thinking about that. Like, I'm going to be tied to this person that hurt me so fucking badly for so many more years. And, but now I'm in a place where I'm like, yeah, and hopefully we can get along. And hopefully, like, we can maintain good boundaries and be friendly to each other. And that's, like, you know, that's a that's a thing. It's like, I ha- I'm i in a contract, basically, yeah. with my ex. You know, you have the option to bounce anytime. And I think probably people think I have that option too, but if they think that, then they don't know me, and they don't know what kind of a person I am, and they don't know what kind of a dog mom I am. Yeah. So, I want to be in Frankie's life, and obviously so does my ex. And we, I'm really proud of the way that we have both done our best, despite very awkward and painful circumstances, to uphold our promise to Frankie. Mm -hmm. And that's all that I can really ask for, so...
1: I'll take it. How did Leg Tats react to you texting your ex? I did not tell
0: Leg Tats that I
1: oh wow texted. But I ex. okay. But I think that that's like I think that that's like it's not a secret. It's not a secret. It's also like she doesn't need to. It's like not a conversation, right?
0: That's what I'm saying. Like they're not related. They're not related. Like yeah, my feelings for her like are totally separate, and I'm with her. Yeah, and that's. Like that, is, if and that's not. And you weren't trying to like
1: make it wasn't like a shady no, thing. It was no. just like, I need to do this to get her out of my body and to like yeah. have, again, it was like a very good closure moment for you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And honestly, like, I think it, I think getting that elephant out of the room mm-hmm. um, kind of put both me and my ex in a better place to kind of like clear the air and just like yeah. be in a different, on a different level with each other. So, yeah. I'm, I'm happy about it. I, love. I think, um, like through that, I had like another realization, which is the following. Like, I feel like a lot of the feedback that I get or that I have gotten lately from like old friends or even from people who listen to the podcast or, you know, my family is like, wow, like you're thriving, you know, like you're doing so well. Like, thank God this breakup happened. Like, you know, it was a terrible thing, but like, You are healthy. You're like in the best shape of your life and you look great and you're doing great things and you're like kicking ass and work and you've got the fucking pot and you've got the this, and like blah, 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 blah. And definitely stoked to have that and that be true. But I think what I realized was like I have been giving this breakup so much credit Mm -hmm. and letting it take credit for my hard work. And so like people saying things to me like, you know... (sighs) This breakup made you better or stronger or whatever. I'm like, no, 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 no. I made me better. I made me stronger. Like, all this was, like, work. Like, the breakup didn't happen, and then I just, like, turned a new leaf and turned into a different
1: person. Yeah, it was like- and you also haven't, like... I think people are always like, oh, I'm gonna... This motivation for me to do all these things is because of this person, mm-hmm. and that's not where your motivation was at all.
0: No. No. It was... Me, a hundred percent. Like every tear that I cried, every therapy session that I went to, like every book that I read, every meditation session that I participated in, every Reiki healing I paid for, like every single fucking bit of that was me Mm -hmm. alone. And was not and and yes, the breakup was a catalyst and was a catalyst. But after that it was me holding my own fucking hand. And I will not give this breakup that much credit. Um, I did the work. You and did. I'm really proud.
1: Thank you for. I'm proud of on. you. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. I, I think that's really real though, and I hope that people don't. I've kind of always assumed, like I think breakups period are like, that's when people get hot. That's when people get like, <laughs> yeah, their shit together because there is a reason to get your shit together because no one's like there next to you like excusing your behavior and like fucking you you know it's like you're really confronted with yourself you're confronted when you're with yourself like you're alone and mm-hmm. I think that's so important and I will never enter a new relationship where I allow the shit that I was doing to happen to me again like I will be so much more independent I will have my own routines and we thought we were we thought like we that's I thought thing. I was so independent and I'm like that is hilarious but I also think that I really like I, there, there's just so much amazing things that I learned about myself through it in it after it mm-hmm. and I'm so thankful for it
0: I really do believe that like and I and I tell people this all the time and they're not if you're ready to hear this information then you can hear it and if you're not ready to hear this information then you won't then hear, you won't it. hear mm-hmm. it but like the universe absolutely like things are going to work themselves out exactly how they're supposed to And I can't tell you how much, like, stress that has taken, like, off of my body. Like, just knowing that, like... It doesn't mean that everything is going to be
1: great. Sunshine and rainbows all the time. You're probably going to suffer a lot. You're going to
0: suffer a lot. And things are going to be hard, and they're not going to go the way that you think. And you're going to lose... You're going to have some losses, and you're going to have some wins. But ultimately, it's all going to shake out exactly how it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. Not for the better. Not necessarily. (laughs) But exactly how it's meant to. Yeah. And I have to believe that.
1: One of my favorite things... You mentioned loneliness. Um... And one of my favorite things that I have learned recently from this podcast, I'll have to like figure out the name so we can put it in the notes, but it's this woman and she talks about how loneliness is so much often described as like a sense of being. Like, I am lonely. Mm -hmm. Like, she is lonely. And loneliness is not a state of being, it is a feeling. It
0: is a feeling. Like you
1: feel hungry. You feel tired. You feel lonely. You are not constantly tired. You are not constantly lonely. It comes in waves. And she talks about how she hasn't felt lonely. She's not in a relationship, but she hasn't felt lonely in like two years because she recognized loneliness as a fleeting feeling Mm -hmm. and how It is not something that's going to be everlasting and how loneliness can be broken into, like, I feel uncomfortable being alone with myself. Like, I feel bored when I'm alone with myself. I don't know how to entertain myself or speak to myself positively when I am with my own self. Like, I don't know what I'm interested in. Like, it's all, she was like, we all have to combat the feeling of loneliness with getting to know ourselves better. Yeah. And how are we hanging out with ourselves when we're alone. Yeah. What do we like to do alone? etc.
0: That's so funny that you say that because I got a text message last night from our very good college friend, Taylor, mm? who was
1: lying Oh my drug. God. Yes. Our Taylor. D-
0: <laughs> well, yes, but I wasn't going to say his first and last name. Oh, you're right. Well, because it's that a out. fucking
1: podcast. Sorry. You're right.
0: But our friend Taylor.
1: That I made out with. That you,
0: well, you did more than that.
1: Did I tell you that or did he tell you Oh no, you, no that? you told me that. Okay.
0: I just want to make sure. You forget, you fucking little bitch. You always lie to me and tell me half truths, and then you fucking forget that you lied to me, and then later the story comes out, and then you're like, "What happened? <laughs> I like, never lied about Taylor to you." No, but you did omit the truth until very recently. It's fine. About him? We weren't friends whenever we were. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We okay, were. but oh, it's our, in the past. Our very good college friend <laughs> texted me last night and was like, "Yo, like how? Like I'm drunk. I'm sad." Um, how do I, like, break this cycle of, like, year-and-a-half relationships? Ugh. And I was like, ooh. Like,
1: that's a good question. That's a long period of time. And
0: a weird amount of time, though, you know? Yeah. Like, that's a weird amount of time to, like, invest and, like, to have that happen over and over again. Like, maybe that is some... That's not been my experience. Who's breaking it off? I
1: don't know. But... I
0: said to him like, A, probably therapy, you know, and he was like, okay, (laughs) but like, is there an easier, quicker answer to that? And you know, I thought about it and what I said to him was this, I said, you're not, nobody wants to hear this, but here's the truth of it all. You gotta focus on building a relationship with the person that you're gonna be in the longest relationship of your whole life with. And that person is you. Dun, 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 nah. So you gotta come at it from a different angle. The yeah. angle doesn't matter. It's not how do I keep my relationships alive or how do I be in relationships longer or how do I stop having these short relationships. The question is like, fuck that. That's secondary. What's your relationship like with yourself? Yeah. Because when you've got that solid relationship with yourself and that foundation, those an- those questions will answer themselves. Relationships also come and go. Yeah. And you won't be as hurt or bothered. You'll be able to go, oh, that was a year and a half long relationship.
1: Great. Great. Next one, let's see, you know? Mm-hmm. Um or you or might like why are you getting into these? Right. Is it because you're lonely and that's and plug anybody in? I mean sure. that's what I'm dealing with now. Yeah. Like I just like literally am I don't think that it's because I'm lonely. I think I just like want someone consistently you're bored. To, like, yeah period like i'm just like you want a date yeah you want a date meaning you you go to a lot of things and you would
0: love to have a a singular person on your arm
1: consistently fucking yeah yeah like that would be great like some emotional intimacy there sounds great you in a relationship yeah Mm -hmm. i think so but it's like i'm not gonna settle for that and that's the other thing a lot of people, I think, settle for that. So that I could, this is, like, maybe why I'm so frustrated. <laughs>
0: like, I, well, wow, I know? just realized, like, it's been over a year. Like, it's time.
1: Yeah. So I'm, if like, if I wanted that, that's fine. And I think, like, I'd be totally willing. I just, like, haven't met the person that I'm, like, yeah, you're worth it. Totally. But I'm definitely in the place where I'm, like, fantasizing a lot of things with a lot of people that I haven't even, like, met yet. Like, there was a guy I matched with that was, like, a set designer. And, like, he had to go to a thing in New York for, like, two months, and I was, like, oh, I would do this, and he would be this, and we would travel, and then, we like, not have a home, and it's, like, I haven't even met this dude, nor do I know, like, this guy's name is, like, Juice, like, what? Like, <laughs> like, it's literally, <laughs> like, this not, like, this is nothing. It's not real. It's not real, but I'm, like, so. You're ready. Into this, like, this, like, what I want, but then it's, like, I feel like I could identify with Taylor in, in that fact where it's, like, you might just be getting into relationships for no reason. Yeah because or, you aren't comfy with yourself right. or you want something but maybe you want to be more and it like isn't really that valid I don't know or
0: you're distracting yourself you're distracting yourself from your own shit yeah. with relationships and then you're wondering why they're not working out Totally I we mean that was that my you fear done the work.
1: That was my fear with you yeah. but I think you have proven that you do the work also i
0: i have not stopped doing the work right and wow thank you for saying that because you really were worried about that and i was it really, really worried happened no well great thank you for proving me wrong well you know i i try uh and i, I also didn't
1: like berate you about it like some no people... no no you didn't you didn't you
0: didn't i got a lot of shit i ate a lot of shit for that but i i'm kind of uh switching gears because i want to talk about a book i read that i like yes yes please and what i got from it um, have you guys heard of uh, a little book called Eat, Pray, Love? <laughs> um, remember when I went to Costa Rica and I kept calling it my Eat, Pray, Love trip? Okay, and then it was not. And then it was like eat Absolutely. shit, pray die. to no one, pray to
1: no one, love nothing,
0: love nothing, love nothing. loved no part of it. Um, so like, wasn't the fantasy that I had imagined? But that same author, Elizabeth Gilbert wrote a book called Big Magic, which is not her most recent book, but Ashley recommended this book to me in college. So it's like that old. A million years ago. A million years ago. And I finally got around to reading it. And oh man, let me tell you, I'm just all
1: fired up about
0: being creative.
1: (laughs) I'm all fired up about like... I'm so glad this book came to you. Wait, tell the crazy story about how Amazon didn't even deliver it to you when you first bought it.
0: So Ashley told me about the book years ago and I had kind of forgotten about it. And then I maybe... Kept seeing it or, like, people recommending it or showing up on lists. list. All and when it like, was launching. All when it was launching. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. So, I, maybe last year, pre-breakup, tried to buy it and have it delivered to me on Amazon. And as I placed the order, like, the next day, I get an email from Amazon saying, like, something went wrong. We couldn't process your order. Sorry. And they refunded me. And the book never showed up. And I kind of just, like... Didn't m- even think about it. Didn't think about it. Like, I moved on. I forgot about it. I was like, whatever. Well... Something, I guess it got back in my head recently. And I was like, I gotta fucking read that goddamn book. So I bought it again. And I'll tell you, I'm glad that it didn't come to me when it did or when, it, when I wanted it to. And I'm glad that it waited to show up in my life because I think it came at the perfect time. It's all about creatives, creative living. My takeaways were like, I need to stop relying so much on my creativity to make me money, which mm-hmm. I thought was cool. And I also love her whole thing. And you told me about this too, about like, ideas and like her theory about like how ideas work like we are basically co-collaborators with ideas and ideas will hunt for the right person to make that idea happen and if you're that person and that idea lands with you like there's a time limit and each idea has a different time limit but like either you start working on it and you make that idea a reality or that idea is going to leave you and go to someone else and get made yeah and you've got to learn to let it go you got you either got to make it and commit to that idea or you got to like buy and piece out So I'm glad that this creative idea of this podcast was not one that I let go. I'm glad that we did it.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. I thought that book was amazing and I want to read it again. Um, The idea concept is is stressed me out a lot. (laughs) But I also love that she, like, always knew that she was a writer. And I thought that was, like, really profound because I have been thinking about that a lot because I never thought of myself as an artist, Mm -hmm. um, because I have such, like, and everyone that I talk to, too, is, like, you'd be a great manager. Mm -hmm. You'd be a great this Mm -hmm. producer. Mm -hmm. Like, I make shit happen, Mm -hmm. and because I make shit happen, it somehow invalidates my creativity, Mm -hmm. and that, like, makes me pissed.
0: Oh, pissed is the emotion that you're going with right now.
1: Because it's, like, yeah i make shit happen but why like there's so many artists that i know that are like literally like free and living easy allowed to be to like embody their artistic ability and like not give a a whim Mm -hmm, or a fuck mm -hmm. and just like be an artist and then someone manages them yeah but because i have the capacity to like i mean to be fair operate on that barely what do you mean i mean like you're not great at that managing yeah no Oh, my own calendar, fuck no. Yeah. No, no, no. But like, as a job, like, all I do as a job is like produce things, manage things, like mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, my own life, fuck mm-hmm, my own life. But mm-hmm. like, fuck my, own life. <laughs> you know, I'm working on it. But, um, but people say that to me and it like makes me upset because it's like, I'm a fucking performer. Yeah. Yeah. I've been a performer my entire life. Like yeah, that yeah. came before everything else. Yeah. But this is the first time I've like realized that about myself.
0: Well, I think it's hard for me too in the same way because I like yeah, I write, but I never thought that as like creative, but of course it is. But it's for some creative. reason I've never like consider myself a creative or a creative person, but, like, I absolutely am. And I think, like, her, and also she talks, I mean, she, this book, she's a writer, and she's specifically, like, using a lot of examples that include, like, writers, but she's also including, like, a bunch of other people. And it made me go, oh, yeah, writers are creatives. Duh. Mm -hmm. Like, don't know why I never, like, consider that Mm -hmm. for us, but, um, yeah. I don't know. I liked it a lot. I think you should read it again.
1: I think I should, too. We should all
0: read it. We should all read it. How
1: to Deal Book Club. Beep. I
0: want to move it along. Move it along. I want to move it along to some questions.
1: Uh, who gave us these questions? <laughs> well, we're not
0: gonna <laughs> name them by name, truly. Um, but I want to. We, we decided that we're gonna start getting some listener participation up in here because y'all you've really, been asking
1: for so long y'all
0: really want to get all up in our shit like you started this podcast but no it's our podcast and we want to talk about what we want to talk about and not what you guys want to talk about but
1: right now we're going to talk about what you want to talk about we're
0: really generous so we decided to chat about something so we asked y'all if y'all had any questions or advice questions or whatever. thoughts or comments or whatever literally and literally anything and we were going to talk about them and i want to start with um a very great great <laughs> A very goint question from one of our good friends who asked, I think, a good question, which maybe we can both speak to. How long is too long to go on a Tinder date? Meaning? How far in advance could you plan? How far in advance do you need to plan a date, plan out. A date out? And how, how far is too far? And how short is too short? Right. So I have an opinion about it, but I want to know what you think about it.
1: I've gone on a date with a guy the same night that we have, like, matched and chatted with each other. A bit bit of a grinder moment (laughs) for you, huh? (laughs) (laughs) so true. Um, And so I think that that is a lot, and I wouldn't advise to do it very often. Okay. Um, But I think that that's totally fine. When you're Also, when you're, like, trying to, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or also when you're, like, tonight's the only night that I have free, and I wanted to spend it with, like, someone new and interesting, and I want to have a conversation. Like, if that's something that you want, do it. Mm Mm-hmm. When I was talking to this girl, the reason this question came up is because she can't get a time on the call with this dude. And I have a plan on the books with my really good girlfriend two weeks from now. Yeah. And I thought about that. And I was like, okay, is two weeks too far to plan a Tinder date out? What yeah. You, what,
0: Not a friend date.
1: But a Tinder but date. But a Tinder yeah. date, yeah. Because I'm going to
0: lose interest by the time we That's have the fucking date. the
1: whole point. So is a week too
0: far? I think like that week. Meaning, that, like, like, within, within, within the seven frame, days. within seven days is, like, reasonable. Okay. Any, any, like, any farther after that, and I've lost interest. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm willing to entertain, like, next day Tinder dates, but not day of Tinder dates. Really? That's just me personally.
1: Okay. You're like, I need more planning than that in my yeah, life? Yeah,
0: like, I need to, like, get cute and, like, shave my fucking pussy and, mm-hmm. like,
1: I don't know. I think I'm, like, I love spontaneity a lot, mm-hmm. and so the thought of, like the thought of that entices me.
0: So I think what we can agree on is that there's no really like too short of notice except for like what you're comfortable with. Yeah. Like if you're fine to go that night, go that night. If you're fine to go the next day, go the next day. There's no rule, but you're, you might lose interest from that person. If you wait, it's longer
1: than seven days. Yeah. But we busy bitches. We're busy. I
0: know. I know. But you know, the dick is a thing. (laughs) We have another question, which I think is interesting. Uh, Someone wants to know, if we think it's weird to sexually fantasize about an ex. Awkward. Okay,
1: I want to have two things about this. Okay. One is the general answer, which I think we both agree is like, no, it's not weird. No,
0: not weird like, at not all. Like, not weird at all. Not weird
1: at all. I think the second thing is like, how long after the relationship is over are you like, is it like, not weird to do that? Ooh,
0: like, are you saying, is there like a, uh, Is there a time frame is on there a time sexualizing? Frame? No. Oops. I mean, like, for me, no. I mean, you know, you you guys know that I love my spank bank and revisit the spank bank regularly. Can you
1: explain what a spank bank is to people that don't know?
0: Yes. So, your spank bank is a memory bank of, like, sexy memories that you store in your brain... For uh, all of eternity, if you're me, um, so like it's like just like a hot makeout one time, or like that time that that one person did that weird thing with your butthole, like whatever, like it's it's a fond sexual memory that you can always pull back up and when you use, need it and use to do whatever you need to do with you know fantasize you about it. <laughs> No. No. I'm not... I mean, do you maybe masturbate to it? For sure. For sure. An I option. mean, what else would you be doing? I, I don't know.
1: Driving somewhere? No. I mean, sometimes. I mean,
0: when I'm in church, you know, whatever. Like Whatever. Whatever. I'm pouring more wine. It's <laughs> a heavy pour. It's a heavy pour. Stress. So, for me, I'm going to say, not weird. I feel Maybe weird. not while you're fucking someone else. True. In that moment. That's happened to me before. But I also don't think... Yikes. Ooh, it's Yike. a bit of a yikes. Yeah. I don't think it's cool... I don't know. I, if you're fantasizing about someone about someone else while someone else is fucking you, then like not cool, not a great sign, and not like rude to that person, but like you're you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, um, you're not you're clearly not that into that person. Yeah, so like don't, don't, fuck don't waste your
1: anymore. time. Yeah, I think that's real. I'm at a point where it's been a year, and I'm like, if I fantasize sexually about this person, like that, I think I could like remember something, but like like fantasizing new things. About an, Wait, this, about an ex? About ex? Not great. No. Yeah, that's a good point. That's, the, that's a that's good point. Where we draw the line?
0: Yeah, you're not like invent. You're not like using them as a a character, as a character in your fantasy. Mm-hmm. Spank material, fine.
1: Characterized like yeah, involving Plays. them. I think that's just <laughs> musical. Look, but here's the great thing about fantasies: no one's gonna know. No one will know. So so like,
0: is it healthy? No. no. But
1: will anybody know or judge you? No. no. So it's really, it's it's a victim of How do you want to hurt your, I mean, you're the victim. (laughs) You're the victim. So like, how do you want to hurt yourself? Yeah. Do you want to hurt yourself more or less? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Don't love it. It's a question that you have to answer in your own (sighs) heart, unfortunately.
0: Someone asked, this is, I probably think, directed toward me, but um, what should they be aware of when getting into a new relationship after a breakup?
1: You, okay, yeah, I want to know your answer, and then I'll say my concerns about your relationship. Oh, great. Love that. Well, whenever you first started it. So, I think what I have learned
0: through therapy and through, like, being in the relationship that I'm in is that, like, you... There's two sides of it. Um, A, like, I really try to avoid processing my, like past relationship with the person that I was currently dating. So like I didn't want to talk about it a lot. I didn't want to bring up like conversations I was having with my ex or like drama that I was having with my ex with my new person and with lesbians. You know, there's a lot of overlap there. Mm-hmm. So um I really tried to keep leg tats out of it and that was like for her protection. So I don't regret doing that, but looking back I realized that by not being as forthcoming as maybe I should have been that it led to like miscommunications and misunderstandings down the line. She didn't understand all that I was going through because I didn't let her in. She didn't understand like how high the stakes were because I didn't tell her about it. She like, I remember we got into a fight once because of that. And, um, like her not understanding like the arrangement with the dog and like her kind of like saying something about it and me being like, I did not fucking ask for your opinion on it and I don't need it. And like her not understanding why I got so upset. So Mm -hmm. sometimes like my therapist would say that like, Bring people in on that and be like, hey, I'm going through this weird thing with my ex. And like, we don't have to talk about it in detail, but I want you to know that that's why I'm weird about X, Y, Z. X, Y, or Z. So I think finding a healthy balance between like letting that person in on what you're going through as you're going through it, but also like being respectful about how much they might want to know or not know about what you're going through. Yeah. And my other advice would be like, you don't get to choose the timing of your life. You know, buckle up and enjoy it.
1: Oh, cute. Yeah. My concern for your relationship in the beginning was that you were going to utilize this other person's love and affection for you in a way that would not allow you to find love and affection and self confidence and like all that stuff for your own self. Mm. And like, valid. Yeah. And like being that for yourself and looking yourself in the mirror and being like, I'm a hot ass bitch. Because you are validating the yeah. fact that you're a hot-ass bitch. And like, you know, you're kind and thoughtful and like whatever else mm-hmm. about yourself that you need to believe. Mm-hmm. That you might not believe about yourself when you get out of a relationship. Whether it be positive or negative.
0: So you thought that that affection would supplant my affection for myself. Yeah. And that I would stop doing the work to feel that.
1: Yeah. That's, that's valid. Okay. That was my biggest fear. I was like, I don't want you... Because your ex... You have said that your ex, you didn't know what love was, what that kind of love was. Mm-hmm. And you never felt so validated mm-hmm. as a person yeah, than you did with this person. yeah. And I wanted you to validate yourself as a person yeah. rather than looking for that and seeking in that else. in another person like you did before.
0: That's completely reasonable. And I think that... It's a valid concern. I mean, I feel like I've seen a lot of people just hop from relationship to relationship and not actually do the work right. of, like, healing or, like, finding themselves. And I'm glad that with your help and with a lot of therapy and with all the other things I do, like, I've really stuck to it, and I plan to keep doing that. And yeah. I've made myself a priority, and I will always do that. So, what do you think about dating? Like, not necessarily a relationship, but, like, what do you think, what would your advice be about, like, starting to date after, like... God, soon a after a question. big breakup because you also kind of hopped back into it quickly. i hopped back
1: into it quickly oh god like did you bring up that you were recently out of a very long-term i relationship? did i did how did it play i lied about the time frame because eh. i knew that it would be inappropriate and that they would be like Whoa. Whoa. and so i didn't want to like say you know, I was yes, like, oh, today. they'd be like, yeah, <laughs> like a week ago. I'd yeah. be like, oh, a couple, like a half year. Oh my god, like just lying because yeah. I, I knew it was gonna go. Like I knew that I needed to be single, you knew and that I you wasn't gonna be dating any of these people long term. Yeah, and I like had a boundary there. Um, I thought it was really helpful to me to meet other men, and some were really bad, and some were really good, and to be reminded what like genuine human connection and, like, what a spark was. Oh, great. And reclaiming my sexuality was, like, very important yeah. along the lines, too. I think that that was really helpful for me to, like, Hard understand. and important. Yeah, it was difficult, but I, my confidence, were t- like, I was doing all of it for myself, which, like, yeah. felt really good. Um, and I think that's the key. It's, like, doing things for yourself. And when men are interested in you, like, not taking that rejection as, like, you know. Yeah. About you. It's It, it taught me a lot about what I want, what I don't want. Cause I had met a lot of people, but I wasn't really interested in a lot of people. And I was kind of a monogamous relationship person where like I would get out of a long-term relationship and then hop into another one. And obviously my ex was like the longest and I didn't really see other guys yeah. as like anything to be desired. Like while I was in that relationship. Yeah. And so then being out of it, you're like, Oh my God, there's so many like hot dudes. Yeah. Wow! Wow. 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 Um, I've learned a lot about like what kind of guys are available to me in this city and it's not amazing. Not great.
0: It's not great. Not amazing. It's not um,
1: great. So overall disappointing but positive. <laughs> okay, so note advi- no like advice. I don't know. I think like you have to everything's don't come at it with like high expectations, I guess. Okay, no expectations. No expectations, I think, period. Yeah. Um you need to take everything as a learning experience for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Like, I think that's great life advice as well as as dating advice.
0: It applies. It applies to many things. Yeah. Someone else wrote in um, and just thanked us for talking about setting boundaries with friends after a breakup. Mm. So they really liked when I was like, you gotta fucking tell your friends to not fucking bring up your ex and not like be the little cuckoo bird. Like, I saw
1: them out with somebody. I saw them out.
0: I saw them out. I saw them with this person. They're doing this. Like, fuck off. Yeah. You're a piece of shit. Um this person implemented that in their life and uh, has had great success with it. So <sighs> golf claps, golf clap. We recommend it. We love it. We love to see it. Have some fucking good boundaries. And you know what? I told her my response to her when she messaged us out was like, yo, and not only do you like learn a lot from that, but you find out who your fucking real friends are and who they aren't because gonna respect
1: your boundaries. Yep. Because yeah. the real
0: ones keep their mouth shut and the ones who just want to start shit and like not be great friends to you are going to keep, keep running doing that it. mouth even after you beg them not to. So That's another little tidbit. We want to also talk about this particular, less of a question, more of a sentiment. I feel like you addressed it earlier, but I'd like to read it verbatim. Read it. I recently got out of a toxic relationship that's been going on for too long. I've been able to recognize and step away from it, feeling so much better about myself. But as happy as I am, there are still moments where I'm just straight up lonely. Mm. And I wanted to know if there have been times where y'all have felt the same and if y'all have any advice for how to look at loneliness as a positive ideas for what I could do for myself in those moments, love the podcast. Thanks for being the realist.
1: Love I'll to cry. see it
0: right now. Love to see it. But you talked about it earlier, like loneliness being a feeling and not a state of being. And I think that's such that is like step one. Yeah. It's like acknowledging that. Um, I dealt with a lot of loneliness, I think. I mean, you too, obviously. Suddenly you've got hours in the day to fill that you didn't have before. Like, you just, you really feel the contrast of like being alone after a breakup like that, especially if you lived with your significant other like Mm -hmm. I did. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a huge loss. And I think for me, especially immediately after the breakup, my inclination, like, I just wanted to fill that time.
1: I, was I like, oh, feel
0: that time ceramics
1: class. I've oh. never taken tap before.
0: We're doing it all every Tuesday. We're but doing she, this. I went to the grocery store every day for what? I don't know. I just needed. I just had to go it, to the grocery. I invented tasks for myself. I
1: spent hours meditating. I and texted every person I know, and I was like, "Can we go for a cocktail?" <laughs> yeah. Booked, booked, booked and busy. Day.
0: Booked and busy. Yeah. So I think there's that, which is a good like band aid. You need it. Which you Sometimes. need because you can be it can be a very scary place when you're going through something like that and you're alone. Like, I didn't trust myself being alone, Mm-mm. especially with my you know state of mind. State of mind. Um, but I would say like absolutely like try to make those plans, but also learn that like it's okay to be alone. It's okay
1: to be alone. It's Definitely okay to get feel comfy lonely being alone,
0: and get comfortable with it. And it's never going to be a hundred percent for anybody probably unless you're mm-hmm. like naturally a hermit and an introvert, but learning to be at peace and learning and like having those tools. Like I love when I'm alone, I love to get stoned. Like
1: you didn't, did you know that before?
0: No, because that was really like my ex's thing and it felt like her thing and not my thing.
1: (gasps) We're reclaiming. So I like
0: took it and I was like, I like to get high. I love
1: that.
0: I like to read. So I always have like several books around that I can grab. I like to go for walks both with my dog and alone. Love a walk. bike rides alone. Mm hmm. Oh, I but. love to go to the movies alone. It's yes. My favorite thing. go see a fucking matinee. Seven dollars. It's so
1: romantic. It's amazing. It is so when I have a Saturday alone and I Delightful. can like go out and do whatever the fuck I want, and I don't have to answer to anybody, and no one is like coming. Like I have nothing to like attain. I'm you know I'm booked like constantly. Mm-hmm. So when I have nothing on the calendar and I can just like any whim. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, do I want to go eat somewhere? Like, do I want to do this alone? Like, I love going to a bar alone and just sitting at the bar and, like, reading a book with headphones in and, like, eating a great meal. Fuck yeah. Like,
0: I would say, like, just looking at those blocks on your calendar or, like, looking at those hours of, like, nothing to do instead of with, like, dread, with, like, excitement. And
1: potential. And be
0: like, what are some things that I want to do? Like, sometimes I just go and, like, read a bunch of Atlantic articles and, like, catch up on my reading. Like... I just do whatever the fuck I want to do. I saw
1: something so cool. This person looked at all of their local events calendars and put, they made a separate calendar on their Google calendar that was like things to do. Mm-hmm. And they added in all of the weekly, monthly, et cetera, repeated events that were going on so any night that they were like oh I have nothing to do I have nothing to do I don't feel like being at home they could look at that calendar on their phone and be like oh there's seven different things that I can go to tonight which one do I feel like going to that's amazing
0: and I think like you and I probably are both people who like to get rid of our loneliness we want to go out Mm -hmm. a lot but I think there's also something to be said about like what can you do like at your home in your very home in your very bedroom go take a four-hour fucking bath Listen to our podcast. Listen to a different podcast. Watch a movie. Call an old friend and catch up with them. Call your fucking parents if you like them and catch up with them. Call your fucking sister if you like them. Reorganize your bookshelf. Fuck. Alphabetize some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Clean that fucking junk drawer that's been like randomly sitting in your house for 20 years. There's a million things that you can be doing and it'll distract you, but it'll also teach you to be okay and be alone with yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's dope. Write something. Write some shit I don't fucking know. Journal. Journal. Say I'm fucking lonely and just write that 30 times. <laughs> it's fun. We have one last thing to address, which comes from our very favorite listener, uh, Aaron Kelly. Oh, first and last our name. Favorite person. Uh, also known as your cervix on the internet. And Aaron wants us to play Fuck Mary Kill with Guy Fieri, Bobby oh, Flay, uh, and Ina Garden. Uh, <laughs> so, you first,
1: nose goes.
0: Um. Honestly, I'm gonna fuck Guy Fieri. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like you know, shit gets a little freaky in Flavortown.
1: Oh my fucking god. Yeah.
0: So I'm gonna go ahead and fuck Guy Fieri. I'm okay. gonna marry Ina because she's the barefoot Contessa. I mean, she's always that was my choice. Too. She's always planning delicious meals and things for um. What's her, her husband's, husband's name? Whatever his Jeffrey. Name. They've been married budget. forever. Like, I just feel like... She's, like fine. She, storebot's fine. She's wifey material. Yeah. I'm locking it down with Ina.
1: And I'm gonna kill Bobby Flay. I had the opposite. I would marry... Everyone was gonna marry Ina. Like, everyone. Okay. Like, Marriage like, material. Let's understand. Okay, fair. Um... We're already would, barely convinced about men to begin barely with. Barely convinced. I would fuck Bobby Flay and I would kill Guy Fieri. I think that is valid also. Bobby, I feel like, has so much aggression. mm Hmm. Maybe I don't think you know who Bobby Flay is. I do. Okay, the guy like yells at people. All no, the time. that's Gordon Ramsay. Oh, that is Gordon Ramsay. Who's yeah. Bobby Flay? Well, you need
0: to. You know, I feel like you need to Google him. <laughs> oh no, just Google him. Oh no. I mean, it's nothing. He's he's like a like a high strung white man, and he's been on everything, and he's fine. He's fine. A high strung. Oh yeah, I fuck this dude. Yeah. He's fuckable, but he's not Guy Fieri. He doesn't have a fucking goatee and radical sunglasses. I'm not going to fuck Guy Fieri. If you're going to kill Guy, you're going to kill the mayor of Flavortown. Yes! Wow. Wow. This is what makes us different. I'm glad that we... I think we could enter into a polyamorous triad with Ina. Absolutely. I'd be fine with that. Like platonic poly triad
1: yeah platonic where sure. we just get
0: fed delicious homemade That's, cupcakes oh, i and would like, like take care of the garden
1: i would do whatever she needed me to do well you go to the store
0: for her okay you know store bot's fine thanks everybody <laughs> for tuning in <laughs> thanks for tuning in everyone. thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the how to do a podcast we're uh, gonna be coming at you much sooner we're gonna be coming at you with a much increased frequency and uh this is our promise to you so thanks and uh we'll catch you next time see ya